Ready in five, four, three, two. Welcome to the Behind the Frames podcast. I'm your host, Jarrell Villanueva, and this is my partner, Armando Mendoza. Armando, say what's up. What's up, guys? I'm here in my grandma's basement recording a podcast for who, for you. All right. Yes, yes, we are. Um, this is the Behind the Frames podcast where um, we're going to be talking bo- about um, our journey as photographers, filmmakers, and taking you along behind the scenes of the process of making, um, you know, making stuff and telling stories. And right now, since we are in quarantine, we are, you know, I'm at my house and Armando's in his uh, grandma's basement. So we are socially distanced. <laughs> but yeah. So, Armando, tell them about yourself. Well, I am me, and that's about all you need to know. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't funny. You didn't laugh. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, I am a photographer, or I want to be a photographer. I am here from Vallejo. If you didn't know that already. You probably don't know me, so that's why I'm introducing myself. Um, I've been here my whole life, born and raised in Vallejo. I went to Vallejo High School. Yep. The school's named after my town. How cool is that? Ha <laughs> ha. Your turn. <laughs> What's it called? I mean, they're. Um... I mean, most most towns have high schools named after the town, but yeah, go for it, bro. Um, my name is Jarrell Villanueva. I am also a photographer, but I am also a filmmaker. Um, I was also born and raised here in Vallejo. Me and Armando actually met here uh, when we were in elementary school. We went to Stephen Manor. Um, if you're from Vallejo, I wonder if you know that school. But if you do not, don't worry about it, okay? Um <laughs> As you can tell, but this is our. If you do know that, <laughs> if you do know where Stephen Manor is, there's something very important that you need to know. The class of mine and CJ's, our class started the garden there. Okay, so every time you pass by Stephen Manor and you see that garden on the side of the school, you think of us because I planted those plants. I I slaved to 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 dig the dirt and pour the seeds. I did that. And they didn't pay me a cent. <laughs> we were kids. We didn't know back then, okay? <laughs> but yeah, um, this is our first time doing a podcast. Um, obviously, you can tell in our voices that um, we are obviously newbies to this. But, you know, the thing is that, you know, I appreciate about, I guess, starting something new is that you can always get better at it, you know, no matter how shitty you are you know i'm making something you can always perfect your craft and no matter how um how bad you start off you can always improve and i think that um with this podcast we um it's also a journey into you know seeing how we started off and where we're going to end off because um you know at the same time it's like you can't be perfect at the beginning unless you're channing tatum Oh, really? You think Shannon Tannen's be, um, perfect from the beginning? Oh, yeah. All right. I bet, I bet he was a nice-looking baby. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, what's it called? Um, yeah, so this is um, 
this is our little passion project, you know, because we are currently writing a, um, we're writing a film and we hope to get it out by, by summer of next year when, you know, hopefully, you know, the world is back to normal again. Hopefully, hopefully, but, but yeah. you never know, even if it's not back to normal, we still hope to have it out by then yeah. for you guys. And, you know, even then, like our first film is not going to be perfect. And um, as we go on in this journey, we're going to talk about our um, we're going to be talking more about like the process of writing, the process of finding actors, the process of, you know, pre- like the pre-production phase, the production phase and then the post-production phase. And it's going to be also exciting, not just for us, but I hope for you as well. And for those who are aspiring to um, go into this um, industry or are interested in making films. So, you know, we hope to provide insight from our perspectives. Yep. And, you know, if you ever want to do any of this stuff we do, maybe it'll help you out. Maybe we'll give you the tools to succeed. Even if we don't succeed, maybe you will. You know what I mean? And then you can hype us up and be like, oh, I learned everything I know from these guys. Go, go watch them and, and you know, you'll make us famous. <laughs> yeah. Because we brought you up. But, you know, the interesting thing about what we're doing right now is that we're starting um, this podcast and our production company in the midst of a pandemic, which is, um, at you know, which is COVID-19 for those in the future who are listening and, you know, wondering what pandemic it is. It was COVID-19. But for those who are listening now, it's um, coronavirus. And the one thing that's taking our lives, you know, it's making everything difficult for us very difficult as you can tell i'm sure if you're here listening to us now you know exactly what we're going through because i mean who isn't you know who isn't having a hard time right now yeah and you know it's very difficult i mean when court when um COVID-19 first hit, you know, none of us knew, thought that this would um, last so long, especially like we, you know, for me, I thought it was going to be a two week quarantine, but it ended up becoming a three month, you know, even possibly a six month, you know, quarantine uh, phase. So it's weird. This, um, this whole virus took us by surprise. Um, I'm looking back. But yeah, I mean, um, here's the thing. Uh, no matter what situation you are in right now, you know, uh, if you want to create something, the best time to do it is now because, you know, work is suspended for most people. School is um, also online. So you have a lot of free time. So, you know, when we decided to make this podcast, we were just like, screw it. We'll just do it. You know, no matter how shitty it is in the beginning, we'll still do it because we want to just get a jump start on it. Yeah, you know, me and CJ, we kind of had like this thing where we say we're going to do something and we never do it. And then we say we're going to do it again and then we still never do it. And now look at us in the midst of a global pandemic. We're doing it. It took for the end of the world to get us to do something. (laughs) (laughs) It really did. Yeah, but actually, (laughs) what's it called? Um... We going back to what Armando said. He, we actually did try to make our own production company back in like two years ago or a year ago. Um, yeah, I think it was right at the end of high school, so two years ago. Yeah, um, we called it Pineapple Prince Media. 
Uh, you know, it's funny. I just deleted the Instagram for it yesterday. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Man. I, I couldn't bear to look at that failure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We had so many ideas for that um, that production company. But at the same time, I just felt like I think it was with the name that kind of like it just didn't, you know, stick, you know, Pineapple yeah. Prince. We tried. We tried making, you know, a logo for it. We tried, you know, doing. Uh, uh, I remember we did a photo shoot inside of Target with a pineapple. Oh yeah, I remember that. I still have the I photos. Know. Oh, you you have the photos. Yeah. I was just about to say, I don't know where the photos are now. I I, I never touched the photos because editing that was a nightmare. <laughs> I can imagine they weren't very good photos. Yeah, I mean, we were still uh, yeah. amateurs. Were I, still. I was just getting into photography. Yeah, you know, like I was like months in. Yeah, now I'm better. Hopefully, I don't know. I can't really judge myself on yeah. my own photography. Yeah, but the process of um, us doing pineapple prints back then was actually just like I think it helped us, like you know get our feet wet but we weren't really committed yet because obviously at that time you know i was starting college and um i, I forgot were you still doing um photography courses i was at solano uh solano community college i was taking some classes yeah um i just remember it was just a hard time because you know we had classes and then we had also other and, obligations yeah and I had I was a full time security guard as well, so yeah, it was tough. Especially the hours I was doing, I was working like uh, what was it, eight p.m. to nine a.m. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, so our our schedules weren't aligned as um, we expected it to be because you know the days I was free, Armando was sleeping, you know, because um, you know he would work night shifts, and when I would be awake, I would basically be driving myself in schoolwork. Yeah. But, um, just didn't work out. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we still, we still tried doing a couple of things, but we, uh, we only did small things in between, you know, little photo shoots, little, um, you know, ideas about certain projects that never really went through. But now yeah. I feel like it's going to be different. Me too. I have a good feeling about this. The reason you know, it, it reminds me of uh, the short that we did, where we tried to do move. Oh God! We 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 had we had a whole script written out. We hired all these actors, and one by one, all the actors quit before we could even get to filming. And I was I was just like baffled that it wasn't us this time that was you know procrastinating, not doing it. It was the other people that we got involved in it. They just completely fell off the face of the earth to us. You know, um, it was interesting when we um, actually tried doing our first short film together. Um, To give you guys a little background, our first short film was going to be a story about um, a ride sharing app. And the whole message was like, be careful who your ride sharer is, because it was supposed to be a um, thriller slash horror. You know, a girl gets kidnapped by the wrong you know, like someone else other than like the Uber or whatever. And, you know, it was a very uh, ambitious script. But, you know, we went along with it because, you know, we were like, let's just do something, right? And uh, yeah. we, I think we even had a, 
a, a photo cover for it. I think we even drew, drew up a cover. Oh yeah, I was actually creating mock-up um, app design. So, uh, so during the process of pre-production, I also um, made a um, a mock loading screen for a fake app called Move, and it was actually a very pretty, um, tedious. It's, it was very tedious because um, I had to learn After Effects and Premiere Pro at the same time. And like when we, when I figured, when I found out that like you know this short film wasn't gonna happen, I was kind of bummed out. Yeah, me, me too. I was really looking forward to it because I mean we both spent so much time writing that script, and then for everyone just to bail on us, it was kind of like a slap in the face, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, I feel like. You know, another thing too is like, I'm, I, I, you know, looking back at it now, it's like, you know, I'm kind of glad it didn't go through because I feel like we were still underprepared. You know, we weren't fully committed. We were definitely underprepared. I mean, look at the cameras we had. Yeah. Like we were, it would have been, what, 420p? Oh, yeah. What's it called? Um, I just think that um, if we went through with it and all that, I just don't think the outcome would have been as we expected because we were expecting like drone shots you know 4k quality but then you know i kept you know i kept stressing over like the logistics of filming and i was looking at budgets like you know locations actors and schedules and i was stressing out because i was like there's no way we can do this within a two-week period yeah and and that's the other crazy thing we wanted to do it within two weeks we wanted to make a whole short film in two weeks yeah script and all but you know looking back at it i mean it was a good you know effort but i just don't think um again we were in different times of our lives you know we weren't as committed to you know putting all our effort into this because one we were both making you know minimum wage and part-time jobs um so we didn't have enough we didn't have a lot of money we still don't have a lot of money but we're still trying to make make do However, um, you know, the thing is, it's like, at the same time, I wasn't driving. That's a different, or now I can drive, but back then I didn't drive. So I couldn't go, you know, I couldn't meet up with Armando anywhere anytime because I had to get a ride from someone. And, you know, now I can, you know, go anywhere I want and, um, you know, look at locations and do all that. So that's a major difference between now and back then. Yeah. No, I feel like what for me it was just really my my job in school. What really held me down. Yeah. You know. Because I mean, I was I was driving at the time, but my car was super unreliable. I, I owned a truck at the time, and ev- literally when I say every month, I mean every month my car was in the shop for weeks at a time. I think the total time I had my truck, I only had it one one week out of every month that I had it and I had it for like a whole year. So there's 12 there's 12 months in a year. I probably had it for 12 weeks. Dang. <laughs> but yeah, so we were obviously um, you know, in very different like situations, but now you know, I think we can handle ourselves a little bit differently. I mean, I'm still doing school. Um, I'm still, I still have a part-time job, right? Well, right, not right now because um, I'm not an essential worker, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be different because, you know, I, I know how to manage my time, you know, with the things I need to do and with this, this project. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not really doing anything right now. For me, I, I'm i doing Postmates, but I'm too scared to go out because I don't want to get anyone sick, you know? I'm not, I'm not sick myself, but I don't want to get anything from anybody because, you know, you're going around all the whole town. You know, you don't know where anyone's been. You know, you don't know the people you're delivering to or the people you're getting the food from. So yeah. it's just, it's a really scary uh, situation. Yeah. What's it called? Um, you know, and I think that's a hard, the hard part about having to start a project in this pandemic, because obviously I can't go to Armando in person or Armando can't come to me in person. And, um, you know, we can't like spend hours, you know, brainstorming ideas and we all have to do it remotely, which I prefer to have in-person contact, but you know, at this time, like, you know, it's the best that we're all safe. Yeah. But I, I, I prefer, uh, person to person contact as well you know like there's nothing better than being right there with someone because over the phone is just not the same yeah you know it's also very um difficult because um you know sometimes you um want to show you know your partner or your a team what you're working on but you know you have to like do it within the, the frame of your laptop screen or phone you know and that's that can be sometimes difficult you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like just before, uh, just before recording this episode, uh, we had a very difficult time trying to figure out how to record this podcast, and you know, we were getting <laughs> frustrated and everything because you know, it's like, how do, how the hell do I get to record my voice and Armando's voice, and you know, keep up the quality and all that? But we figured it out. We're going through Discord, so yeah, thanks to Discord for that. Yep, shout out to Discord. Oh, there it is. All right. That's the buzz I was talking about. The buzz. All right, so CJ, uh, you're actually writing a script right now. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, um, so the script, I have actually have a um, rough draft version of it uh, that I wrote last year. Um, I called it Solum. Um, it's the solum is Latin word for lonely. And basically this is the story of temptation, one of the seven deadly sins. And, uh, the reason why I chose to write a story about temptation is because, you know, looking at today's society, especially today's younger society, like, you know, our age, our, you know, group, you know, we live in hookup culture, you know? Um, not to say that, not to say that, um, not to say that, you know, true love doesn't exist, but you know, you you look at Tinder, you look at Bumble, you look at all these dating apps and you know, all the only purpose they serve is to like, you know, get to know someone for a little bit and then it's either hook up or, you know, go on a date. And most of the time it's usually to hook up, you know? And yeah, yeah, I have, I, one of my, one of my good friends, uh, I'm not going to say his name on here, but he it's like every week i see him he's with a new girl and i'm like how, like what's the purpose of this you know i me i've been in a relationship for four years now and i just don't i don't understand how people can jump from relationship to relationship to relationship and, and just you know like act like the other person doesn't exist it just doesn't make any sense to me and like, you know, here's another thing too. It's not, I'm not trying to say like, you know, hooking up with someone is bad. I'm just, you know, I think, um, one thing I kind of want to amplify is kind of just like, you know, the thing that kind of like hurts your, 
I, not your soul, but kind of just like, you know, the, there's a difference between love and lust, you know, and, you know, I want to um, emphasize the fact that love is so much different than lust because, you know, when you love someone, you, um, you love who they are, you know, no matter, regardless of looks and all that. But when you lust after someone, you know, you only want want them for their flesh you only want them for their body and like you know you don't really care what really happened to them you just want to get in their pants and just move on you know that's what lust means yes it Read does about it. but um you know the thing is i uh i am a catholic i grew up catholic and i remember there was a speaker who was talking about lust and love and you know it really spoke out to me because the, the cool thing about um not the cool thing but it's just like um the interesting about, you know, the difference between love and lust is that like, it makes you so much, it makes you a different person. You know, the difference love, like love makes you a different person and lust, lusting makes you a different person, you know? And uh, with this, with this script, I mean, I want to, the story I want to achieve is like, kind of like, is to highlight kind of like the negative effects of lust, you know? So, um, right now with the script, it's only, I believe it's only like eight minutes long, but I do want to um, extend it and make it somewhere near at least 30 to 45 minutes. But yeah. So this, this is a film that you want to start and hopefully have released by the end of next summer. Yeah. Okay. And are you still keeping the name Solon or is that in the workings? It's still in the working. Um, you know, it's kind of just like, it could be the uh, the main title, but it's also just the working title as well. Because right now okay. I'm also reworking a couple elements, and you know, it's um, because I had to expand the story. Now I have to like basically pick it apart and you know, kind of add more depth to it rather than you know keeping it a simple story. Because I do want to add more depth to it because it is more than a simple story. It's actually a very interesting story. Me, me and CJ grew up going to Catholic school, so yes, there's <laughs> that's one thing you should know about us. Yeah, so um, yeah, I like to keep. Um, the thing is, the cool thing about growing up Catholic was that um, the morals that were taught, you know, to us when we were kids, and you know, it kind of made me the person who I am today. Yeah, me, me as well. You know, I, I have religious stuff all over me every day I wear my rosary beads I have the Virgin Mary tattooed on me I have a cross tattooed on me you know it's Sunday school really had a big impact on my life yeah and like you know there are certain stories I do want to carry out you know in like in my films that you know that also derive from you know the teachings, but I also want to modernize it a bit so that, you know, it also relates to everybody. That's a tough, that's a tough one. <laughs> How's that tough? I don't know, just, uh, modernizing, you know, biblical. Well, I mean, things. what's it called? You know, it's not just, well, the thing is, I'm the way, I'm not, I'm not interpreting like, you know, I'm going to take stuff from the Bible and apply it to, um, you know, the real world. Right. What I'm trying to say is that like, you know, even if you're not Christian, even if you're not, 
whatever, um, you know, if you don't believe in God, if you're Jew or, you know, whatever your um, denomination is, you know, it's like we, I could still, I could still take those lessons and kind of centralize it for everyone. That's what my goal is, you know? And just letting you know, we're not trying to push anything on anyone oh, here. Exactly. That's not no, what no. we're about. You know, just, just <clears throat> one thing. And that's the thing too, is like when, um, as a, you know, creator, it's like, I also realized that, you know, not everyone believes the same thing. Right. But the Obviously best, not. the best thing you can do is, you know, kind of just like help everyone understand in their own way, you know? Yeah. And like, um, that's a, like, you know, that, that's the one thing that I always, um, you know, that's always one thing that I always wanted to do was also, you know, create stories that resonate with everyone, not just a particular group. And, you know, there's, that's not, a, that's not an easy thing to do either. You know, you really have to have some, <laughs> some talent to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hope I can, I hope I can uh, achieve that. But at the same time, it's like, at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I'll try my best. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's all you can do. You know, just try, try your hardest yeah. and you'll never know until you do it. And like, um, the other thing too, is like the reason why I also kind of had that mentality is because I'm not a big fan of most Christian movies out here. You know what? You don't like the passion of Christ? No, not the passion of Christ. More so like <laughs> God's not dead. Um, all the, you know, kind of like the cheesy Christian movies. Um, they're, they're pretty much all the same. Yeah. And it's, you know, I look at them and you know, I, I know what their message is and you know, they, they, they stand out to Christians, but at the same time, like, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit problematic for people who are not Christian. <laughs> So, um, I look at that and I'm just like, how can we make that genre better, but not to the point where, you know, it, it deviates from the central message, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and we're not just another, just to let you know, uh, we don't want to be only Christian writers. We want to branch out into other (laughs) Exactly. No, but yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, like the thing is, it's like, um, we we just don't want to do like you know stories like that. We also like you know I want to delve into horror, which is you know very different from like you know Christian stories. But you know I also want to go horror, oh, yeah. do action. I want to do all that type of shit. You know, my main thing that I want to do is I want to do horror. Yeah. My my dream my dream is to make a movie or or a short that has absolutely no dialogue, but the whole entire time you have chills. Because it's just that you know, suspenseful. You know, I, I there's there's always something about about you know, just body language and, and camera angles and you know just the way certain things are filmed that that really speak to you. And I I just I want to dedicate you know something to that. Yeah, no, dude. Like, um, just like you, dude. I'm a big horror fan. Like, um, me too. You know, and, and it sucks because my girlfriend hates horror movies. <laughs> like, I don't even celebrate Halloween anymore because because she doesn't like it. And I, I'm not complaining, you know, because <laughs> I don't want to put her through something that she doesn't like. But uh, sometimes, like, I wish I could watch horror movies with, with her because it's it's just such, such a good experience, you know. Like yeah. the other day, I don't know. Have you seen the movie Platform? Oh, dude, I love that movie. 
I finally got her to watch that with me because I, I told her it wasn't a scary movie. I told her it was a thriller. So she, she, uh, she, you know, um, I don't know the word. She let me watch it with her, and she loved it, and I loved it. But the ending, the ending, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but the ending was kind of a disappointing ending for me. Yeah, like you know, another thing to mention with um, the film we're creating right now, um, I actually do want to add some you know, horror elements to it. <laughs> you know, that sounds weird after I just said like, you know, it's based off a of Christian moral, like, you know, values. Right? Right. The, the Bible can be scary sometimes, bro. True. Oh, yeah, that is that. true. <laughs> I mean, have you read like freaking Leviticus or, you know, any of those like, uh, the world will end type of stories, <laughs> but you know, at the same time, um, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, that's a, that's a beauty of filmmaking is like you could add so many elements to it and like, you know, make it your own. And that's what I want to do is I just want to make it, you know, a unique story rather than just the, you know, basic, you know, central. I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, I don't want to make it a basic story. I just want I want it to be unique. I want it to be different than others. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But yeah. Yeah. So, um. The interesting thing about us doing this now is that we are doing this in Vallejo. We, um, you know, we obviously we were born and raised here in Vallejo, but the interesting part is that, you know, this town is such a small town and, you know, what are your thoughts on that, Armando? Vallejo is a very small town, but there's so many things and people here, you know, um, if you look at other places around us, I feel like Vallejo is one of the most diverse places you can find, you know, like, you know, start when well, we're doing this project in Vallejo. And, um, the interesting thing about Vallejo is that, you know, what was once, you know, seen as like the town of the Zodiac killer or the town of E40 and Mac Dre is now a town with talent growing, you know, growing into mainstream media. I mean, you have her who is a, um, you know, a, record-breaking artist um, based from Vallejo. And then you have, you know, CJ Anderson, who won the Super Bowl two times, I believe. And then you have um, CC Sabathia, who was an OG baseball player from the back in the day. Um, you got Mark Munoz, who was a UFC fighter back in the day. You know, there's so many people from Vallejo that started from Vallejo and ended up like, you know, making success outside of Vallejo. And, you know, to that, you know, we want to also make our attempt to be out, um, successful outside of Vallejo too. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do love being from Vallejo, but that's not only what I want to be seen for, you know, like when, when I state who I am, I don't, I, I, I do want to have recognition from being here, but that's not all, like, that's not all I want to be associated with. You know, I want to be known for what I, what I do and, and what I've made, even though I haven't really done anything yet, but hopefully in the future, there'll be much more out of me, you know? This is only the beginning, brother. Yes, right. only the beginning. But yeah, you and know, go ahead, go ahead. I, 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 in my opinion, I feel like the Vallejo is becoming the new LA in a way, it's because I, there's so many films filmed here like uh 13 reasons why that's not a film but that's a show true, true. on netflix a uh, pretty big show if you haven't heard of it you should go watch it unless 
you get triggered easily. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, thirteen reasons why the movie Bumblebee was filmed here in Vallejo on Mare Island, actually. And you know what's crazy about Mare Island? It used to be a, a military base. Yes, and sir. just right across the water from us, a whole military operation was going down there. It wasn't even open to the public. And now look at it. There's regular people like you and me living there. I, I, Mare Island's actually one of the places I go most to take pictures. Yeah. So going back to Bumblebee, um, didn't you have a, um, you know, the story about that movie? Yeah, I do have a story about that movie. The Universal hired, um, it's crazy, this part of the story. Buckle up, folks. Um, So Universal hired one of my high school teachers to paint over a mural of my, not only of my cousin, but my cousin was painted in the mural. It was a mural of people who had passed away that were here from Vallejo and my cousin was among them. He passed away back in 2011, right next to my birthday. Um, He passed away on November 11th, 2011. And I will never forget that day because it was one of the worst days of my life. Um, but anyway, yeah, they painted over the mural for the movie and they didn't even use the wall that they were supposed to. And it sucked. But, you know, what's done is done and there's nothing you can change about it. What did they, um, um, what did they say to the family or your family at least? So when it all happens, you know, my family was very upset about it. And I'm not super close to um, his mom or his mom's side of the family. I mean, he's he's his uh, dad's side of the family is who I'm related to by by blood. And um, from you know what I what they told me, they were trying to give them tickets to go see to, to go to Universal Studios in L.A because they painted over the mural and you know i don't know how right that is you know but i mean this is just how big corporations are they're just gonna try to cover up their mistakes they're not gonna you know accept what they're they're not gonna own up to it you know they're gonna try try to find any way they can possible to cover up and make themselves look like the good guys you know yeah uh, that sucks man i feel bad for your family and you know you know, if they, if they weren't going to end up using the shot of the wall, then they should have never even bothered touching it. But, you know, at the same time, it's yeah. like they probably had executives, you know, being like, we got we to gotta take we got to take advantage of this or else, you know, someone else will. And that's kind of that's kind of shitty. But, you know, man. I don't understand because it's just a mural, you know, like mm. what's wrong with having a mural in a movie? It's it's not promoting anything bad. So why does it? Why do you have to tear it down? Yeah, I think it didn't fit their image. I think because you know when you look at Bumblebee, you know obviously it was set in the '90s, and I don't know what the um, mural looked like, but you know obviously they probably were just like, oh, we can't have that. But at the same time, it's like they didn't put this the shot in the movie, so it's like there was no point, you know? Yeah, 
It's, I mean, it's sad because it's one of the only things left on this earth that is a reminder of him, you know? Like, he, he was so young when he died. He was only a couple years older than me. I was born in 2000, so he was probably like 12 or 13, you know? And and there's not, there's not, not much left of him except for his memory. And, and tearing down that mural is just one less thing left to remember him by. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. But, you know, like, obviously, you know, you keep your, you know, your family's, or you keep your cousin's memory alive by just, you know, just by telling this story and putting it out there, you know, it's like, you keep his memory alive. Yeah. I mean, you know. But, yeah, I, I also, I feel for the other people and the other families who, who's, faces were lost when that mural got painted on yeah you know it's it's not just my family that was affected it was plenty of families yeah you know i hope someone kept the picture of that mural and like i hope someone you know some someday you know revamps that that wall or mural and you know makes it you know so that you know they met like them they memorialize you know those who have like um fallen you know yeah yeah yeah, that's really, you know, that's really sad and, like, I feel for you, dude. Going back to the topic of production, you know, what do you feel about making our own production company? How do you feel that's going to turn out? You know, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm really, be- I am scared <laughs> because it's like, you know, it can go either way. It can, you know, be successful. We can, you know, make, you know, we can make good content, but at the same time, it could also fail and, you know. That's, I mean, I'm not really worried about it failing because, you know, obviously I still want to do it even if we don't get, you know, the, the, you know, the high amount of views or whatever, but, you know, it's scary to be honest, because, you know, there's a lot of things that come into place when you think about, you know, the, you know, first of all, you got to think about, you know, the licensing of certain things. And then you have to think about, you know, you know, since it's just us two right now, you know, we're, we're going to be dividing the work, like, and it's going to be a shit ton of work, dude, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I love it. I love the shit ton of work, you know, it's like, I, I love the stress that's going to come with it. And I, you know, that sounds weird to say, but you know, it, every time I get like a big project, like, you know, I don't stop working on that project until it's done, you know? Yeah, you have to have passion for it, you know, it's, it's not something that anyone can do. Yeah, it's really it's something that you really have to work for. And, you know, that's actually that's a great note, dude. Um, Yeah, it's like if you don't have passion for what you're doing, like whatever it is, it's like you are probably not going to get to where, you know, you want. But if you have passion for like something you love, like whether it's um, music, photography, you know, filmmaking or, you know, drawing or video games and, you know, you want to excel at it, you're going to put all your effort into just, you know, perfecting that craft, you know? And, you know, I think that's a, that's a, I think that's the thing me and Armando share is that, you know, we were, we're both passionate about, you know, doing this together, you know, we're passionate about making something and telling stories and, you know, changing the world somehow. And it's crazy because we, you know, we didn't start together. We started not even around the same time. You started back in high school and I didn't start until after high school. And 
And what's crazy about it is I didn't even know that you were into photography until I got into photography too. Yeah, dude. Like, um, it's actually pretty funny because, um, all throughout high school, I was in yearbook and, um, you know, I was taking pictures of everything and anything. And, you know, I, at the time, Armando, me and Armando were not in the same high school at, at like from sophomore to senior year. Right. So yeah, we obviously I, I left sophomore year. So we, ha- we didn't see each other for four years uh, or yeah, we didn't see each other for four years because, um, you know, obviously he went to a different school and while we were away like I was like you know doing photography and you know I was getting my hand into you know video production at my school and then I remember after I graduated I I see Armando with like these bomb ass photos on his Instagram and I'm just like yo you want to link up and then from there it's like you know we start it you know even though we haven't talked for years um you know we were able to create some like we were also able to like you know come together and like talk about ideas that you know that that essentially is this production company yeah and it, it all has to start somewhere <laughs> yeah and for me back in high school what my main focus was with acting i was a huge drama nerd in high school i had i had absolutely no passion for photography it wasn't even in my in my eyesight you know and and um one day i was out taking pictures with my girlfriend because we wanted a couple pictures and um I, while I was taking pictures, I was like, wow, this is, this is so fun. Like, why haven't I been doing this sooner? I've just, I've been missing out on so much. And then ever since then, that's all I, that's all I've been doing. Just taking pictures. Armand is actually a very much better photographer than I am. So that's debatable. You should follow him (laughs) on Instagram. (laughs) But yeah. I think we're going to wrap up here. Um, I think it's a good place to wrap up, but yeah, thank you for listening for those who decided to stay along. Um, hopefully we can get another episode to you by next week. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, and we'll see you soon. All right. See you. And if you do want to follow us on Instagram, my name on Instagram is a R M underscore a N D underscore O. And you'll know my Instagram because I'll be posting it. I'll po- I'll be posting the advertisements on my Instagram, so you'll know. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.